everyone daddy oh you like that beat that was playing in before we nice that was nice it was cute it was cute (laughs) (laughs) good morning everybody today is sunday october 3rd 2021 this is our first interview in over a year wow last interview i don't even remember but the last interview that we had you said it was march last year Somewhere around there, I interviewed uh, General Steele. Shout out to them that came. Shout out to Steele. That came out. Um, but uh, what a way to set this off today. So, so today, I, we not only have a hip hop legend in the Orange Basement, we have an MC. That's true. We have a producer. Record executive or former, yeah, creative director, yes, label owner, yes, scholar. I don't know about that. One. No, I know about that. <laughs> that, that, that one I ain't no, I, I, I'll, I'll speak for you. Okay, okay, scholar. Uh, you're even a voiceover artist. That I am. Of course you are. I mean, with such a distinct sound, with impeccable clarity ladies and gentlemen without further ado daddy o thank you that was nice you like that mm-hmm. it's sincere every bit of it thank you ladies and gentlemen this is truly a treat for me my husband jf you're mad because you wish you were here because i know you love daddy o anyways he, he, he put something on Instagram yesterday. Yesterday, the day before, he was like, "The bad news is that I'm not going to be there, but the good news is that Daddy is going to be there." Um, that was two good newses. <laughs> but shout, not right. That's not right. But y'all shout out go, to y'all. Must go back. Way oh, back yeah, look, listen. I did that kind of joke to delight, boy. I'm off the group. <laughs> no, he's family. He, we go at each other all the time. But anyway, um. I feel today like I'm, you know, it's a distinct honor because I'm a, I'm a lucky girl. Um, you already know, we talked a little bit before the show. I am a fan Thank you. of yours, but my husband, okay. <laughs> but uh, my husband, Master Ace, uh, he is a obedient student of yours. He is, hmm. It's a, it's a whole nother level of fandom. Like, this is a big deal for him that it's, you are here. It's, it's the Brooklyn thing. We different. Um, no, but I'm saying that no, you... I'm saying you, we different. Yeah, he, he. but you're one of his heroes. Yeah, but it's the Brooklyn. It's, it's, because, you know why? Because even with him, because now I trace forward and backward, right? You know, there's a... Everybody talks about legacy. Well, not everybody. But people talk about legacy often. Mm-hmm. 
And then sometimes they do it in a very general sense of legacy, like, you know, from the beginning to the end. But then there are times that there are tribal and territorial legacies. Mm -hmm. That's what Brooklyn holds a certain tribal and territorial legacy. Because we were, there was no way for us to not be in the thick of everything. Manhattan had kind of some of that, but then they had their whole cotton club right. that's going to stick with camera until he dies. That's why he wears pink. But anyway, <laughs> um, um, you know, and everybody had their own thing. Queens right. had their own thing. A lot of what Queens and Long Island had was kind of based on the way they lived, mm-hmm. you know. We but had all be square more. We were in the <laughs> thick of it all the time, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. earrings getting snatched, you know. We were in the thick of it all the time. So in the middle of all of that comes this music, mm-hmm. right? So speaking about Ace, there's one guy that couldn't rap that heard it. Right. But there's, here's another guy that can rap that heard it. So it would, and I'm not talking about on the fan level, but on a legacy, tribal legacy level, it would mean that much to him. Right. You know what I mean? Because it's it's, it's from where, it's like me being proud of him. Cause he come him A Z all of them they come from where I come from right. so I could I could brag on that mm-hmm. now I could brag on rap period mm-hmm. but if I get tribal then I I'm gonna brag on Brooklyn I feel you you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I think that that has a that, lot to that, do with yeah, yeah. It has because we I don't know well let's start off with how are you I'm good you look good thank you I mean really you do. Thank you. You look great. You know, I'm meeting you for the first time a couple of months ago in Coney Island. I, I ain't even going to lie. I was a little stoked. Oh, you know, I mean, nice. it's because you're hip hop royalty. I mean, this I it's, no, it's, it's, it's factual. Um, so, of course, everybody knows that you're from the best borough in New York. So right. what part exactly? I'm from East New York. Oh. So I was born. When I was born, I was a. Uh, Belmont between Fountain and Crystal. Oh, oh wait a minute. Time, but most of the time that I was in East New York, I was on Hendrix between okay. Fountain and Hegeman. I mean, between, not Fountain and Hegeman, New Lots and Hegeman. Okay. That sounds Brownsville-ish a little bit, is it? No, no. It's on the edge? Uh, 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 okay. Brownsville's past Livonia on the other side. Okay. You still in Brooklyn? No. I'm in Houston now. I live in Texas now. I ain't leaving. Uh, Big plans in the Lone Star State. People but, carrying guns. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> um, in your childhood home, mm-hmm. who lived with you? So it was me, my mom. So I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest of four. So it's me, mm-hmm. my sister Brenda, who just left yesterday because she lives in Jersey. Um, my brother Mike. And then my sister Margie never lived with us because she was already a grown-up by the time I was born. My sister was actually, um, she just died two years ago. She was 89. My mother had me at 44. Wow. real stressed out. So Sorry to hear that, yeah, though. It was, three, it was three of us, though. Um, the, the three kids with my mom. Single-parented. Where's that? I didn't meet my father until the day before my 18th birthday. And this is true. I'm not making this shit up. I learned about hip-hop and met my father. Or I learned about hip-hop and my real father on the same day. Weird shit. Like weird or divine. Mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. which one it is. But mm-hmm. Eric Tweedy, who is a Brooklyn legend for fighting. Right. 
his little brother used to be around us. And at that time, I was living in Bushwick. I was sitting on a stoop with a box. I used to always play these reggae dub tapes and stuff. He played, he came and put a flash tape in. Mm -hmm. I lost my mind. But it was the same guy, same day, that looked at me and said, yo, you look like this man that works on Humble. Not this man. He said, you got it. That, yo, you look just like him. Mm -hmm. And like two days later, he took me there, and it was my dad. Oh, like what? My mother never used to talk about him. She's like, ah. I used to ask her. Were you angry him. about that? Never. I don't remember being. I think we were too busy to be angry. Like, people talk about I mean, about stuff. the years that you missed. No? Ah. Oh, no? Mm -mm. Well, how did the relationship I, my go? My mother was a gangster, so mm. that, that made up for stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, we grew up on some. Let me tell you something. Uh-oh. <laughs> say this to people all the time and it's just for people who've heard it before you know how in the bible you hear this line and this is why people be thinking christians are soft not but anyway um um you hear this line about turning the other cheek mm -hmm. in the bible mm -hmm. you know what that really means that you can't do me nothing that's what that means it doesn't mean i'm punking out or nothing right 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 slap the other side you got nothing right and so that's the way I grew up because mm -hmm. because the way my mama was. Mm -hmm. So I didn't feel like I missed nothing because, you know, she 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 provided for us. She made sure that we were good. Mm -hmm. um, but, it, you know, between her and just East New York, I had a full plate. Right. I, I really ain't had a time. You know, Did you and have I had a friends that had their dad, but it was different and not better to me you know what i'm mm -hmm, saying it mm -hmm. really was different and not better i didn't look at them like oh man he got his dad in the house i don't have my dad as you got older what did you become closer or no no uh -uh. Mm -mm. what happened we um wow this is the first time i'm saying this publicly but i don't mind um we we connected for a while mm -hmm. and then his wife didn't want me around i had little brothers and everything and she was just like but i understand it like as a grown man older now i understand because that's a total disruption in the family and you don't know me i could come in mm. there with like yeah well i'm talking about i could come in there real messy yeah. and just you know what i'm saying and the little boy was like four years my junior you know what i mean so he would have locked on to me right but i was the older that's brother. a bonus that's a bonus because of who i am but there was no way for the lady to know who i was you know i understand so, so i get it and they Panamanian. I get it. Mm. It's clear. Is it true that your brother is... So me and Keto are not <laughs> physical brothers. We're not physical brothers, but but we grew up like physical brothers. Okay. Years ago, <laughs> I moved into... Well, I don't do Malachi York and them no more, but I moved into what was the Ansar community when Malachi York was a, a Muslim imam. Okay. And when I moved into that community because of the way I was with the books mm -hmm. uh people used to say you need to meet keto okay because what he got in the spiritual part because he used to lead prayer and all of that okay you have in the knowledge part y'all good together y'all gonna be crazy okay so that's what happened me and keto got together then we just like we bonded mm. you know we start sharing clothes oh, like yeah. he was going to erasmus i was going to jeff i had the quarterfield he had the stratajack you know what i mean we used to switch them up you know what mm -hmm, i mean like it was mm -hmm. it, you know um, and we just stayed together. Oh, we stayed okay. together. What ended up happening, he decided to go to school. Okay. And while he was going to school, I decided to want to rap. And it was it wasn't until years later 
that he decided, well, I'll take a, I'll take this, I'll take this plunge with you in this music business thing. But he never really liked it. What's your relationship like now? We don't talk much. We still cool. We had a big, big spat. Um, I can't About remember what, what year it was. Yeah, I can't remember what year. So we had a big spat, but we cool now. Mm-hmm. Um, we cool. I mean, you know, he. You see him in the street or still love? Oh, I, 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 well, I don't see him in the street. I be in the street. I am. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, I, you could ask anybody who know me, like. I but it's with, not, it's not like beef. Yeah, no, no. It's no not you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just, beef. we it's don't rock. Beef. That's it's all. It's not beef. Yeah, we yeah. just, you know. Oh, okay. Um, when you was a kid, what were you into? What um, were you into? Like, what type of kid were you? Um, I was, I don't know if this is typical. This used to be, now everything is so weird and. But back in the day, when we grew up as kids, all boys wanted to take things apart. Okay. So I was that Wanna kid. Want to be an engineer? Yeah, I was that kid. I used to uh-huh. take my toys apart. Anything that had a motor, I would take apart. Mm-hmm. Then end up using the motor for something else, like that kind of thing. But I think, um, like, to think about my upbringing, how I ended up, I think that happened because... It was a lot of music in my house all the time. Mm, so I always say that, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in my house with three types of music. My mama's music. What's that? Anybody that sounded like they were smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Wilson Pickett, James Brown. I got the, got the, got the. Mm-hmm. Where's your mom from? Oh, she's from Georgia. She's, okay. from, um, she's from Atlanta. Um, so her music, then my sister and brother's music. Okay, what was that? Blue Magic, Black oh. Ivory, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably some of the Motown stuff, but we was kind of coming off the Motown into what we ended up calling Northern Soul. Right. And then there was my music. So a lot of people didn't realize that um, the uh, Jackson 5 was not the only kids group. Mm. So it was Brighter Side of Darkness. Right. It was uh, uh, Jimmy Briscoe and the Little Beavers. It was like all, you know... Um, you know, just groups. And so right. that was my stuff. Was the right, right, right. When you so you said you went to Jeff. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, when you went to Jeff, what kind of student were you? Were you a good student? I was an A student because I was a five percenter. I knew you was an A student. So so because because I knew of that. that because of that. I mean, I was always an A student anyway because my mama used. You know, I told. I just told my. <laughs> I just told my 12-year-old, I said, yo, you kind of lucky. Because if I didn't bring home A's, I got a beating. Right. right? It's just That's was, right. It was no, That's you right. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was getting A's. You know, not, I probably would have been smart anyway, but, yeah, th- you know, that happened with her. But then in high school, I was a 5%er. Mm-hmm. So at that time. What was your five, name? Kareem. They still call me Kareem. Okay. But at that so at that time being a five percent of believing that the white man was the devil and all of that, I always had to outdo the devil. <laughs> so I used to go, I used to whatever he prescribed mm-hmm. as a course, I would read the whole thing. Right. And I would right. just go through. So I would I was I, I killed him in high school. I have a theory that uh usually when I hear people rhyme and they're like really good and really dope, I just know that they had to be a good student. They had to. You could be right. I mean, I never heard that before, but you could be they right. They have to be. I know that's the case with Melly Mel. I know that's I mean, right. And I know that's the case with uh, Modi. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Kaz, though. Hmm. I should have asked him that. <laughs> Any college? Uh, a little bit. I went to SUNY Purchase for one year. Okay. 
What was your major? It was political science. <laughs> what the hell? Was you just trying to figure it out? Yeah, I, was. <laughs> I really was. Um, first of all, let's get a little bit into Stethosonic. Right. Okay, so what does it mean? So, so, so we come from a lot of people don't know this, but a lot of people are, and I'm proud of it, but a lot of people are very, very self-made. With Stet, that's kind of not the case. Okay, Stethosonic is more passed down tradition. What do you mean? I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. So, when I started in my hip hop journey, my name was Dr. On. <laughs> Not Dr. On. I used to sound like the guys in the Bronx. Okay. Because I didn't know how else to sound. Okay. So, you know, I was doing all my little stuff. I was saying my little rhymes and all of that, but still, you know, kind of fitting it in that box, right? There were some guys on my block because this is right when Crack Rock had just started popping and right it, it, a lot of it still wasn't cracked they still were selling a lot of powder okay but it was starting to be more of a street game and you know that type of thing right because it used to be cocaine used to be more designer behind the door stuff right. now for rich people yeah so now it was more like you could buy coke like you could buy weed right accessible and so i had a box i used to always have a box you know i was walking down the street with my box i was playing something and, my, and, and one of the cats called me, Natanyel called me over, and he was like, yo, Kareem, come over here, come over here. I was like, what? He said, yo, man, you, you rap, right? You rap, right? I was like, yeah, I rap. He's like, yo, what's your name? What's your name? I was like, Dr. Orn. And he was like, yo, that shit is corny. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. He said, yo, your name Tell be, me how you really your feel. Name, your name gonna be Daddy-O, and you gonna run it down just like this. What? So all the growl, just like that? Listen, all the growl and everything you hear in my voice is from them. Okay. So one of the things that happened with the Stetson brothers, that, that was their name, that really amazed me was Flashing was my favorite group. Okay. So he said, yo, yo, Stetson brothers beat Flashing. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nobody ever beat Flashing. He was like, I wish I had the tape. I got to find the tape. I wish I had the tape. I got to find the tape. And one day they found the damn tape. Mm -hmm. I done lost the tape in storage. I'm mad. But they found they the stole tape. stole it. They found the tape. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I heard Jeff Green and Pudgy Pudge sounding very much to what you hear daddy will sound right okay. now. Tearing Melly Mel a new asshole. Because first thing, first rule is of, of, of the Stetson brothers is we don't rhyme to nothing fast. Okay. When I met IU, I almost cursed them out. Wow. I said, man, all them slow beats you use are not supposed to be doing that, man. Don't nobody supposed to be doing that. That's how me and IU got cool. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, yo, somebody else understands that. Mm -hmm. So and so we used to do things like this. Um, most people don't know most Barry White records, the the B side of the 45s are instrumental. Okay. So we found I'ma love you a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Instrumental. We used to put that little yellow disc in it. Right. Go to a DJ at a block party. Uh -huh. Tell them to put it on 33. Oh. Back up from the turntable. Okay. So don't touch it. Mm -hmm. So it's boom, 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 boom. You know, and I, they was doing something similar to that. Okay. Ripping that sounds ill. <laughs> you know, because uh -huh. we was all we always rhyme hard. Right. And and so that was that was that whole thing. So they 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 was making money hustling. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, come with me, cause now. Once I get my mind on something, I find it out. Right. So now I'm finding out, like, where to get in the contest, how to get up to the fever, all of this. I'm Like, I'm getting ready to get into this hip-hop thing, right. this rap thing, or whatever we was calling it. And 
I said, yo, come with me. Because I felt it. I said, yo, I'm it's, I'm going to make something of this. Okay. Come with me. And they was making too much money. Mm. And I was like, they was like, nah, you take it, man. Y'all be the Stetson Brothers from here. And we was all, we was the Stetson Brothers for maybe all of two weeks. Until <laughs> Delight was just like, yo, we can't do Stetson Brothers. I was like, why? He said, because what if somebody think it's Jeff Green? What if somebody think it's them? So, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. He said, I said, so what? You know, me arguing all the time. I said, what? And he's like, um... Let's do Stetsa Sonic. So what the hell is that? Right. He says Stetsa means style and Sonic means sound. Ew. Okay. Okay. That'll work. And we did it. Okay. So tell me how everybody, the group, came about. So, of course, for all that's getting this lesson today, I'm talking about you, of course. I'm talking about Prince Paul, mm-hmm. MC Delight, Wise, mm-hmm. Bobby Simmons, mm-hmm. Fruquan uh, and DBC. Yep. What is tell me how this conglomerate came? So Delight and I was friends. Okay. We were really friends because we was both living in the Ansar community. That's where I met him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So we were friends when I decided after Eric Tweedy little brother um did the you know, show me the tape and stuff, I decided I want to make a group. Back in the day everybody wanted to do a group. Nobody okay. wanted to be, you know, so solo. Solo, okay. So we had another friend, his name was Asim, who used to live in the community with us. Okay. That if you ever listen to any of the old school tapes and you hear the name Iron Mike, because they, you know, always shouting people out, Iron Mike, it was him. He used to be a dancer okay. down with Cool Herc and them. Okay. So he knew more about this hip hop thing than us. So the first st- the first three sets of Sonic MCs was me, Delight, and him. Right. It was just the three of y'all yeah, in the beginning. And then we okay. were doing it, but he, it didn't really work out. Years later, he became our role manager for years. Oh, okay. But, um, it didn't really work out. We found a third MC, worked out with him for a little while, tried to do it. Because all of that was just like all the prelims. Uh-huh. Then, this is the Destiny's Child. Yeah, it's it just pulling it together, <laughs> adding DJs, taking DJs right, out. Doing right. What happened with the third MC? He got a girlfriend. She didn't want him to come to practice. It's one thing about us. We're stickler for practice. Okay. That's the, I could like tell. Even today, right? So, I could tell. So then he didn't want to come to practice, so we kicked him out. The okay, group. okay. Then we got another kid who's still rhyming. This kid, Dell. I love him. Okay. Dell was in the group. Then we ent- was introduced to these two DJs, Howie and Steve. And then Howie and Steve was our DJ for a while, but it, like nobody could keep up the pace. Mm. Yo, this is a revolving door here. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, nobody practice. <laughs> right, man. right. You can't practice. You, can't right, you don't want to put that you, work in. You, you out. Word. You out. You <laughs> Shit. So then, so then, um, we met because where we used to hang out and where our DJ was was right there near Alabama Park, mm-hmm. which is on Dumont and Alabama. Um, I think it's Dumont and Alabama. Dumont, okay. the, the Alabama Park is on Alabama between probably Dumont and Blake. Yeah, okay. I'm right. Yeah, because the next one over is Livonia. So um, 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 we used to go in there because all the centers, I don't know about the rest of the boroughs, but even with BRC, all the centers in Brooklyn at that time, all you got to do is just go sign your name and okay. you can be in the center, right? Okay. So we used to rehearse in the center. Okay. And we met this guy named Kevin Porter. His name is Shockalock. He used to actually dance with the Lockers on Channel 5 okay. with Fred Berry and them. And you got a like, crazy memory, by the way. Well, this is just the stats of science. <laughs> okay, like, okay. I remember the stat stuff. Like, okay. I remember it like it was yesterday. Okay, go ahead. Right? <laughs> so we met Shockalock, and when we met Shockalock, he was like, y'all want to be in the, you know, 
entertainment business, uh-huh. I'll show you how. Okay. And so when we met Shaka, like, that goes a little further back because that guy crowned supreme, the guy who like, we got g- the girl and got kicked out. He was still in the group. First, the first show Stetson, I got a picture somewhere. The first show Stetson Sonic ever did was in the um at Carnegie Hall. Wow. He got us in Carnegie Hall. Mm. Like he was that kind of performer. Mm-hmm, he was in the mm-hmm. room. He used to have us perform at the Paul Robeson Theater. I remember we was rapping on top of pianos in a a, 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 a dinner um, bar. Like mm-hmm. he was like, you want to be in the business? He showed us the back of the Village Voice, and anybody that would take open f- performance, we would do it. Y'all should have kept him know, around. They didn't even know what rap was. Okay, but we would just we would just do it. So through meeting him, through meeting Locke, I'm struggling with this whole. N- you know, who's going to be the MC. Right. So he brings me wise first. Okay. Who's like this young, at that time, young, handsome, light skinned Puerto Rican dude. Mm-hmm. And he said, yo, he could do everything Buffy do. And I didn't believe it. And wise start doing all this stuff with his mouth. So he was the beatbox yeah, and yeah, the he, eye candy. Yeah, the, the human mix machine. Okay. Right. <laughs> so me and Delight now started putting together routine, just me, him and, and, and wise. Okay. Running around town, doing contests, killing people. Right. So funny because I was with special ed not too long ago. He said, man, I remember the first live show I ever seen was y'all at the, uh, boys club in, in, in Flatbush. I said, is that when wise came from underneath the sheet? He said, yeah. <laughs> Cause we used to do this routine where we put the cassette in, me and uh-huh. the light is rapping. Okay. But before we start, Wise is down, lit, uh-huh. under a sheet uh-huh. the whole time, but not moving. Uh-huh. So nobody knew what that thing was right. in the back. And then we start doing something. He started doing the beatbox, and it starts coming up and like And they go ghost. crazy. It was crazy. I know right? they were. <laughs> so we did that. Uh-huh. Then he brought Fuquan. Mm. He said, I don't know if you're looking for somebody, but I know you always wanted the third MC. Mm-hmm. This guy's really good. Okay. So when Fuquan came over and spit his rhymes and he left the crib, I told the light, yo, we got to put him in the group where he's going to come back and destroy you. Right, right, right. So that was Fuquan. Uh-huh. Then because we were living Keep in the Ans- competition close. Yeah. <laughs> then we were living in the Ansar community. This brother Daoud, we know, he said, y'all want to do rap? My brother make music for the rappers. Okay. And that's how we met DBC. Mm. He was living in, in Middletown, New York. He was already working with the Boogie Boys. Mm-hmm. He had a studio and everything. We had never seen a studio. Okay. Especially a person on equipment. We right. had never seen that, except for DJ stuff. Mm-hmm. Not No drum machines, none of that. Mics. and all. We didn't, never saw that. So DBC became part. Because okay. I was the guy who said, everybody's going to be in the group. I'm not going to do no work for hire and then end up later on the person just said, I'm leaving y'all. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. So then that's how DB got in the group. Mm-hmm. And then the way we grabbed Paul was every, in Brooklyn, they always have, like, this is time of the summer that there's block parties everywhere. This particular day, there was block parties everywhere, but it was, but it was Brevoit Day. Mm. And we went near the Brevoit Projects. Mm-hmm. But then right over there on, I think it was Chauncey, but I'm not sure. But right over there off the cuff, there was another party going on. Little dude, real skinny, small dude. He's chopping up caravans, liquid, liquid, but murdering it and making a mean face as he <laughs> He's going do 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 do. do. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and so who this? Yeah, so mm-hmm. we asked him to be in the group. We actually had to get permission from his mother. Okay, he was 17. Wow. Um. So then he was in the group. So that was the first six. That's the six you see on okay. both covers, okay. whatever. The way Bobby got in the group is it's not Bobby playing on Ghostetsa. It's one of our other friends from the Ansar community playing on Ghostetsa. But one time we we 
we got to a point where Latin Quarter loved us. So almost every week we was performing at the Latin Quarter. Bobby used to work with Red Alert in Paradise. Right. He came to me because I knew Bobby from back in the day from doing the, Jack, the Michael Jackson routines and all of that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm talking about way back right. before we was rapping. He said, yo, D, you should let me play drums for y'all. I said, where you going to do it? Because anybody knows the Latin Quarter was just one little stage mm -hmm. up. Stop. It was tight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you couldn't fit no drums up there. He said, no, I'll put them down there on the dance floor. Damn. Mm -hmm. And I was mm -hmm. like, my dumb ass. Yes. <laughs> but it worked out so, it was so crazy. Yeah, it was different. Well it worked out. And so I was like, I told the guys, Bobby's in the group. They was like, oh, don't tell me. Bobby's in the group, right? Right. Like, yeah, Bobby's mm -hmm. in the group. So that's how all seven of us came together. That's dope. The most asked question in my dm mm -hmm. since we were promoting that you were going to be here right where's fruquan digging graves no let me stop um you know what <laughs> no, i mean no no honestly i'll be honest not the I shade said, I never, I ne <laughs> listen i never said this publicly but i'll say it today and i'm only saying because of ace no, no disrespect to you damn um 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 me and fruquan had an altercation on the 19th at that show like before the 20th show, we actually had an altercation. We Not physical. Know, yeah, physical altercation. He snuffed me. That that's what happened. But anyway, um, 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 Fuquan hasn't been in a group since the third album, if anybody knows this. He wasn't in No BS Allowed. He wasn't in Susie. He's been gone. He's not on that album cover, or whatever. So it kind of almost bugged me out when people first started asking the question, because I was like, so you guys just didn't mess with the third album. You just know the first two and when he was around. You know what I mean? So he hasn't been with us. Left, really nothing really career-wise going on until a couple of years later. Him, Poetic, God bless the dead, was one of the greatest MCs to ever live. Nobody talks about Poetic. He was so nice. Um, Daddy, um, yeah. Daddy, what could have been so serious oh he came from that, wherever he came from to 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 want to fight me for what using though his lyrics in the show are y'all using my lyrics in the show i said probably a half a verse because we don't cut out it ain't nothing like hip-hop music right if you notice with ghost that's wise does a whole nother verse right. we we doing new records we right. performing three new joints okay you know what i mean so we hardly are even using his stuff but that was what it was about but i personally my personal opinion this is what i think let me tell you what i think to be honest can we just all get along first first things first is i'm glad it happened the way it happened and when it happened because if anybody else would have been around we could be this could be a different scenario secondly maybe first i'm glad fuquan is not me because i don't just punch and go away I'm glad it, you know, whatever. I, 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 and, but, on t but most importantly to me, I saw his eyes. He's not himself. Right. And I talked to his brother. After it happened, I called his brother. Mm -hmm. And his brother said he's not himself. And I, didn't, I never said that to his brother. Right. So I think Fukuan needs more love, light, and prayers okay. than anything else. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just, I feel like he's going, I don't know what it is because I haven't been around him for so long. Mm -hmm. If it was D, Delight, I could tell you. If it was Wise, I could tell you. If it was Bobby, I understand. Paul, I could tell you. Mm -hmm. I haven't been around him enough mm -hmm. to know what is going, but he's going through something. I understand. I just pray that, you know, things are okay. good. Yeah, so I just, I, I, I mean, mean, you don't got to work together, but I'm just yeah. saying, just it's just mutual respect. Yeah, yeah, That's was, all. I mean, but. You, you, know, you guys created history together 
and mean, but it's, that was that was all of that was kind of argued about and talked about after the second album right because he had already left right you know what i'm saying so we've been performing without fuquan for years i understand you look on youtube and see us perform for ninety thousand people and it's just me d and wires i feel you you know what i'm saying so we've been do. i just i don't know i think it's tough and i think i'm gonna pray on that though yeah, because I, yeah I, th- I, just, I just think i know and I'm not trying to be sad sack or sorry, but I just know that he, I saw his eyes. Remember, right, this right, guy right. I brought into the mm-hmm, business since mm-hmm. he was a little boy. Mm-hmm. I saw his eyes. That wasn't him behind I understand so. you. So. I understand. Well, I just pray things will get better. Yeah. Um, before y'all had a deal, did you have a job? Yeah, I had a job during my deal. Word? What would you do? Second album, you listen to my second album, you hear me say, some people call me Kareem at work. They called me Glenn. I was on tour last year. This year I'll do it again. Because we used to take um, leave of absences from our jobs wow. to do the tours. What would you do? I was working in the mail room at night. You know that that um, you know that's Fifth uh, Avenue and and um, Fifty Seventh Street. That m- building that got the big nine. Okay, yeah. I was working as a mail a mail room oh, guy in there. Okay, I wrote talking all that jazz in there in that mail room. Yeah, you was keeping your bag. Yeah. I, I was, <laughs> <laughs> you know when I stopped working a day job? Right. My first publishing check. Mm. It wasn't it wasn't no steps. It wasn't that Tommy Boy. No, it wasn't that Tommy okay. Boy. Okay. It was my pu- first publishing so check. So that was life altering for you. Yeah. What was that check like? It was like my first check was like 19 grand. Okay. And I just I couldn't get it. What you mean? I couldn't get I had so much money at one time. Right, right, in right. One installment. What did you buy? What was the first thing you bought? Oh, we moved. But I know that's right. That's I know doing. that's right. Yeah. So, seven people signed to Tommy Boy, not three, correct? Six. Okay, yeah. six people signed. Mm-hmm. And and what was that division like? I mean, we if you look at the first album, mm-hmm. it, it shows you everything. We split everything down to like six ways. Right. It was never... I thought there was never, ever going to be any... Like, as you hear me saying on Ghost Stetson, with my crew, I'll never sever. Like, I really thought there would never be any break for us mm. because of the way we came up, because we were all from Brooklyn, because it was just so many little things that happened with us. Right. We tried to do the 10 pan apple contest. The fat boys ended up winning that. We got in too late. Right. You know what I mean? Um, it was just all these weird things that happened to us actually finally winning a contest and getting a deal. Mm-hmm. It was like, and then everybody, like kind of everybody's dreams being f- fulfilled in this one band. Mm-hmm. Paul was a producer already. Mm-hmm. I had never seen anybody do the type of things that he did to get in the group. He put a drum machine on, made beats and did scratches on top of the beats and, and mailed. He's talented. Talented is not even the word. Mm-hmm. It was fucking scary. Because mm-hmm. we were like, this is And so young, right, like, right. What is he... Do? Yo, that's how I got Daylight Air deal in two days. Because he comes to me, plays Plug Tune, and says, I took it as far as I want. I know nothing about the industry. What is this? Right. I never even knew Daylight Rap. They used to just hang out with us in the studio. Mm. Fun fact, De La Soul got their name from a Stetsasonic record. Really? Rock De La Stet. They call themselves De La Soul. Oh, that's dope. Um, So I never even knew they could rap. Mm-hmm. They just was Paul's friends from Long Island. Oh, okay. okay. When he played me plug tune and I lost my mind. I couldn't even understand, like, who the... 
He's like, yo, that's the dudes that be in the... I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, that's the guys that be in the studio mm-hmm. with me. What you think? I said, give me a minute. I took the tape to three people. I was about to say, you ain't get a piece of that? I took... I didn't. There's so much shit I ain't get a piece of that I'm mad... Well, you know, I don't know if I'm mad about it. I, I got a... A little, a little disgruntled. But anyway, I went to Tommy Boy. Mm-hmm. Lynch was the... I, mean, I went to... Uh, Dave Weber, God bless the dead, who was um, over at, uh, uh, what is that, Island. Mm-hmm. And I went to Morris, uh, what's his last name? That was Sam Madonna and Ice-T. Morris something. That Dun- label that Ice-T was on, that Madonna was on. But anyway, I went to them. Okay. George Hinojosa was managing Ice-T, so he got me a meeting. Okay. They was ready to give Daylight 200 grand. Mm-hmm. Um, Island was still debating, but then when I called on Monday, um, Tommy Boy had already signed him. Oh, okay. Like Monica actually, like, once she found out where I got it from, mm-hmm. went and talked to Paul. Yeah, she went that, over. And all that kind of <laughs> stuff. But he just, I mean, to this day, it's like watching Paul work is, yeah. I, it's, He's other, it's otherworldly. It really He's is dope. because he... He thinks of these little <laughs> stupid nuances that actually make a world mm-hmm. of difference. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Y'all and perform like, I would say worldwide, correct? Yes. Is there any place that you've never been that you would like yeah, to go? Yeah, we've never been to Japan. Oh, you uh, neither, right, right? We were supposed to be in Japan right before the pandemic because mm-hmm. we had an incident. Um, Daddy-O and his incidents. <laughs> January 2019, I'm pretty sure this is right. Okay. That's a sign set up to perform at the Jazz Cafe in London. Oh, nice. Chris Paul is with Donald Newkirk in the studio working on the soundtrack to that last Malcolm X thing they did on, okay. on, on, on Netflix. Cancels his thing. Fuquan, who was actually offered to go, would not pr- produce a valid passport because he's sovereign. Um... And 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 Daddy-O can't go because the administration that was in the office at the time, mm-hmm. I thought I was good. I just had finished paying $212,000 in child support. Oh, you got warrants. So, no, but I was done. Okay. I thought I was done. Okay. And, and you weren't? No. I would go to get my passport. Now that administration had added the IRS to it. So it still stopped my passport. So this is the first time. So I'm, I got the guys in the studio, but this is the first time ever that I'm not going on a trip with them. Oh damn! So they go. I actually seen the show. It wasn't that bad. Okay, but the promoter <laughs> got online while they were on stage. And started saying, this is what Stet does all the time. They take the money. They only bring half the people. We had never done that ever. It's the first show you never seen me and Paul together. Right, Always right. see me and Paul together. Right. You know? We made sure that just because of the names we had amassed in the industry that they got to see us. You know? Um, so I had to give a public apology and all of those particular things. Mm-hmm. So, um by the end of that year, we had another show coming up in the Netherlands, and all the room stuff. Even Mike D, um, not Mike D, Mike G mm-hmm. from the Jungle Brothers had chimed in, like, "Yo, if Stet don't come with it, man, I don't know." So we went rehearsed for a long time. 
Y'all know the rehearsal now. And we mm-hmm. killed that show mm-hmm. in the Netherlands. It was us. Just Ice came with us. Um, Mantronics was with us. T. The Rock was with us. So we went and did this festival. We killed it. Okay. And after that festival, everybody was like, yo, we ready to book y'all. So we had Japan, Spain, and like three other territories. Mm. And then and then here comes COVID. And, uh, right. So Japan, probably Spain. Did Africa would love to do Africa again? Oh yeah, okay. Um, what else? I don't know. I, I, Jerusalem? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, they, they like they like hip hop. I don't know. I don't know about the class. Like, it's something that we have to do in certain regions to make mm-hmm. classic hip hop that thing. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be hard, right? Right. right. You know, it's it's as easy as peddling a Run DMC shirt. I know that's you know right. What I mean, so it's not going to be that hard. We just got to make them more. Right. 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 Yeah. Yo. Y'all are so dope. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I just need to remind. First hip hop band. Okay. It depends on who you ask. Listen, let that sink in your heads. <laughs> First hip hop band. Well, who's who's debating? So Cosmo D so Cosmo D of Nucleus is pretty convinced that Nucleus is the first hip hop band. It's but there's convinced. no DJ. Okay. But according to him. So we 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 don't we argue about. I mean, he's a good brother. We we're friends and stuff. We argue about it because we say jam on it just doesn't fit in that category. Right, I feel you. I but feel you. he was on the Fresh Fest with instruments. Oh, okay. So we went out with Ron Houdini, everybody else, and he was the only one on the Fresh Fest with instruments. So what you say? Oh, I say it's us. Oh, because okay. We, right. I say it's mm-hmm. us because they were not playing music that was. I mean, of course, it got respected in the hip-hop area area because it was rap but they were not using we call ourselves a hip-hop band for one simple stupid reason when we were making records we looked around at each other and said how are we going to duplicate this on stage okay and we were stumped mm. because ain't nobody had no money back then to um Press no vinyl right the only ones that was rich enough to do that was running them right they used to go to this um this organization called Europa Disc. Okay. And Europa Disc used to um do like the the you know the wax and but if you notice when you go back you will notice that some of the um some of the um some of the 12 inches that you would see from back in those days mm-hmm. the B side would actually be a TV track. Okay. And that's the reason we used to do that, to have something to perform to. Mm. But we were doing such intricate things because we had Prince Paul and DBC. Right. Who were both drum machines, right, players, right. and stuff like that. So these guys were doing arrangements on the fly and mm. all that. And we like, how are we going to do the show? Mm-hmm. And we thought about a bunch of ways, recording it on cassette and letting something play and all of that. And then, I don't know if it was me or DB, but one of us said, yo, let's just take everything. Right. Everybody starts smiling. And you did. <laughs> because everybody's like, that's going to be crazy. Right, right, right. We're right. we going to all be on stage. Because <laughs> everybody should just have the MCs. Right, 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 right. And so we... So that's the reason uh-huh. for us, and it was the sounds. Wise was a human beatbox, which was a sound in hip hop. Right. Drums are a sound in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Drum machines are a sound in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Turntables. That's why we call ourselves a hip hop band because we had all the sounds, right, right, right. and we were traveling with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why we call ourselves a hip hop band. Y'all had classics like Sally mm-hmm. talking all that jazz, and my personal favorite. I hope you're ready, honey. <laughs> Ghost that's a... Mm, 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 mm. 
<sighs> Drums are we dumb. <laughs> best mistake in my life. Yo, did you do this? It's the best mistake of my oh, life. Oh my, yo, this is so ridiculous. Is there any possible way this could be louder? Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's louder, my, it's oh, it is? Oh. oh, man. You don't even know. Like, when you hear stuff like this, it takes you to a place. That's because I'm, I'm telling you, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a big thing with that Brooklyn thing. Right. Because Brooklyn people understand. Like, listen, don't believe me. You talk to the guys that was locked up at that time. Mm-hmm. Brooklynites dealt with Ghost Stetson and Rikers Island totally different than anybody else. Right. You know, it was like, I don't know how it did it, but we really made a Brooklyn record. We, did, I, I'm not telling you we were aiming for it. Right. But we made a Brooklyn song. Right. We actually made a Brooklyn record. And I think that that's the whole thing with Ghost Stetson. It's like... Yeah, like, because I get we, I get this, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but you like, just got to think. Like, yeah, I know. Before that, <sighs> even though Houdini was from Brooklyn, they wasn't really toting it like right, that. Right, 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 right. Everybody had all these bragging rights over Right, us. right, right. Bronx is the home of hip-hop. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> no, you right. Up, up in the Bronx with people up mm-hmm, You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. so it was, it was only us and Cutmaster DC. Mm. And his was really not... So it was more, people used to play more instrumental Brooklyn in the house right. than they did the vocal. Mm-hmm. But it was only us and him. Right. And I, he I mean, was a solo MC, so. And he. Was, I feel you. Come as a DC, he's a DJ. Right. So. Right. Let's just keep it there. I feel like just overall, y'all are not giving enough credit. It's possible, but. I feel like. It's possible, but it ain't over till it's over. That's right. You know what I mean? That's so right. So that's how I look. I look at it like that. Like, I think it's definitely possible, but I see so many of us overlooked. Mm. Well. Like, I get tight. Tighter than tight, then tighter than tight, then tight. When the fat boys are not inducted in anything. You ain't else. never lie. Come on. You anything. ain't never lie. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's I right. I like you, Run. You're cool. That's right. You're cool, LL. That's right. The fat boys did everything that anybody wants to do now. All right. Preach, Bishop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you see what I'm trying to say? No, so I'm like, you're right. I'm like, what the, what just happened here? You're right. So I think a lot of us, and I mean, I'm, I would say it if he wasn't here, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's the same thing with Ace. Because when people tell me about rhyme and I say, well, what about Ace? And mm-hmm. then they got to go, oh. Uh, 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 uh. No, you're right. You understand what I'm trying you're to say? Right. Because they be acting like nobody don't rhyme. Mm. Like, it's so, it's weird. No, nah, you're right. You're right. So I, 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 you could be right. But again, I'm going to lean it on that Brooklyn. Mm. And of course, you being I'm from passionate. Brooklyn. Yeah, you're going yeah. to you, you feel like that about us. You are going to feel like that. About, and, and, and I feel the same way about. You know, certain people that I love. You right, know what I mean? Like, right. I, I feel I feel like, you know, don't get enough props or still want to punch Drew High for Fab Five not being an album. You know, like <laughs> that kind of stuff. Like, what the hell? How did he not make an album after LaFleur? Yo, that, that record was so good, man. Yo, you I mean. Guys, you guys paved the way for The Roots. Yeah. You guys paved the way for... Tribe called Quest. Yeah. You guys even paid the wave way for Public Enemy. Yeah, Chuck says that. No, it's a, it's a fact. Chuck says that. Yo, in the 80s, y'all were active, I mean, like 10 years strong. 
Yeah, we was. I mean, ten years strong. We were. We. Why did it dissolve? The sound changed mm. for everybody, and 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 I. That I don't think that's a bad thing. No, it's not. You know, I think I think, but the sound changed. Okay, you know what I mean. And I always tell people, you know. Watch what you ask for. Watch what you pray for. Whatever. Right, like, right. Um, I'm luckier in some cases, even though he's richer. I'm lucky in some cases than LL. In what way? People did not see me try to be a '90s rapper. Okay. You know, I did something in between '91 and '93. I did the last that album in the. And the, um, the, the, the album I did, um, You Could Be a Daddy But Never Daddy O. Mm-hmm. But then you didn't never see me try to become a 90s rapper, which I'm not. I am not Jada. I'm not Ja Rule. I'm not DMX. Mm-hmm. I'm not Biggie. I'm not Pac. And that would have been a disaster. Right, I feel you. It would have been a disaster. I mean, even the album I tried to make before I made "You Could Be a Daddy, But Never Daddy O," mm-hmm. which was trying—I was trying to be father MC meets heavy D, and, <laughs> and, 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 and you know, thinking, you know, let me try to right. do some R and B kind of, and it sounded horrible. I erased all the tapes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it just—it mm-hmm. was just bad. You so. Stayed in your lane. I think I think the sound changed. Mm-hmm. I think the sound changed, and then you know you got—and it was time, maybe—and and, and you had gems. Like right. the first time I, so I lived around the corner from Big. So, so the first time I ever heard Big, I was demo, about to. He didn't even let me get to I'm Big. Like, <laughs> what the hell is this? Is it true? Since we're on the topic, uh, that you discovered Big? I didn't discover Big, but I will say this, and this is not. I'm gonna just say it's a moment. I don't know how great it is. Okay. Keto had the shot first. Right. Nobody says that. Keto had just, the shot, or you was, had the shot. No, it was Keto. Okay, I okay. was at home that day. Okay, so okay. They, sent, they went. They sent them upstairs, but just had the tape. Okay, this is before the uh, the Maddie Ice or whatever that guy's name is. Maddie C. C. Or whatever. Okay. This is, uh, just had the tape. Okay, and Un had our ear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Un had our ear because Un's such a visionary that when he was throwing all these ideas at us, we were like, I like that's how Junior Mafia comes from Un. Just right, coming right, to my right, house one right. day, just saying. I'm going to do this, man. You know, Big got this girl, Kim, and everybody, so we're going to put it together like a story. And You know what I'm saying? So, so, um, so no, I didn't discover Big, but I was around him a lot. Right, right. You know what I mean? And Would you I, say that you had the opportunity to? I did. Okay. I, did. I mean, the, the ill part about Biggie is I got more from Big than Big got from me. Mm. Unless, unless there's somebody else that could tell me a story. Right, right, right. But this dude used to always, I always, I say it all the time, I said it in one of my videos, he always used to say, send the plan, daddy-o. Because mm. he always fixed, mm. Big, me and Un was on the phone three days ago talking about how if Big would have lived, I'm not going to mention no names, but it's a couple of cats that came in the A&R game around that time. Mm-hmm. They made a little money too. Them niggas wouldn't have been existing. Right. His he's the one that picked flavor for flavor in your ear for Craig Mack. Mm-hmm. On some real non no effort. Right. Puffs running around like a chicken without his head. Yo, take this B Mo B game me. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Better work on Craig because he got that drag flow. Right, right. Like he, he just Big was genius. 
it was stupid. Mm-hmm. Like it was real dumb. Like I mean, I'm, I'm, I took, I take him in the studio. You know, Kim sound like a boy. I'm loving it. She's so hard. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then some they, edge. And then they record players anthem. Okay. And I say, Big, what happened? <laughs> and he go, Daddy, yo, I can't have her come out the first time sounding like a boy. Right. It's all in the plan, Daddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like he just. And you trusted it. Oh, he's right. Big was ill. That's dope. Yeah. In the 80s, y'all, of course, one of the biggest hip-hop groups in the world. You're popular. You're successful. You're good-looking. Aw. I don't know about that, but they used to always say we look mean. And at this point, I know you're somebody's daddy Yeah. <laughs> Tell me I about mean, the kids, daddy Tell no. me about the kids. <laughs> I so, know you got some. So I, I, I was... I was you know, I, I remember Sim said it to us before. He said, man, D, do you realize that most of the time that a lot of these guys got in the business, they might have been kids. Right. We were grown men. Mm-hmm. So by the time I went on my first tour, I was always, it was, I was, uh, was already in my first marriage. On the first tour? Yeah. By, by the time I was touring, I was in my first marriage. How old were you? 25. I'm older than Melly Mel. Marriage? I got married when I was 20 years old. Why? I was a Muslim. Okay. It's what I believed in. Okay, okay. I wasn't one of those Muslims that were you Were you faithful? No. I wasn't. Um, But that was my first time. So I had children, and then I continued that. How many children you got? I have seven. Say what now? <laughs> but they know they pockets. So. Not pockets. Yeah, they pockets. How many baby mamas? Three. That's not too bad. No, it's not bad. Not too bad. Seven piece dinner, no sides. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Um, married now? Yes. Twenty one. I think we're going on twenty two now. Wow. We knew each other a little longer mm-hmm. than that, but we. Um, yeah. How's your oldest? My oldest child is 37. Oh. Yeah. Youngest? 12. Uh, I'm sorry? <laughs> Daddy, you're busy. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's ill, right? So I'm telling you, I grew into the daddy. Damn. Because I didn't make that name up. They gave it to me. So I grew into being daddy. That's uh, weird. That's crazy, though. But, yeah, that's, listen. That's crazy. You know, we've been married for a long time, too. Next month, we'll be married for 20 years. You know, marriage in hip-hop ain't easy. It's not, but it's necessary. Mm. And so, Preach! Know, then we now. start, you know, then we start getting into, like, the stuff that gets me in trouble all the time. Like? Well. You don't I'm, care about getting in no, trouble. I'm a traditionalist, probably by default. Okay. So, I'm one of those guys who... Yes, I practice my own religion, but I'm a big fan of religion, period. Okay, because okay. I feel like man-made religion, and, you know, I'm not one of those people who God made religion. I know God didn't make religion. Why would he? Um, um, but man-made religion, the same way we, you know, create maps. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like, just to figure out where we were and some things that could help us, mm-hmm. you know, guide, right. ourselves, you, right. you give, give, guide ourselves along the way. 
um, marriage. Would you consider yourself spiritual or religious? No, I'm religious. I, I hate I, I hate people that say I'm spiritual, not religious. That, that I'm, I'm, it's a pet peeve of mine. Why? Because it leads it leads to too many other things. I studied so much. It's probably my study. That's what it is. Okay. It's because my I I, I, I want to know too much. I should back. Because you're by the book. Yeah, I'm, I'm more by the mm -hmm. book. Like I don't like when it goes in the atmosphere because it could be anything. Mm, you know it's and, not pinpointed. Yeah, right. it's I like, so mm -hmm. I'm one of those guys that. I'm not a five percenter anymore. Okay. But if I see somebody not going according to their one twenty lessons, I probably stop talking to you. And I'm not even part of that no more. Okay. But don't come to me telling me that you got the one twenty lessons, and then all of a sudden you chem it. Mm. I can't do that. With right, you. right, right. And if you chem it, don't give me one twenty lessons. Mm -hmm. Don't. I can't do that mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. Like I need to. My Muslim friends know this. I'm on them all the time mm -hmm. about prayer about their Quran, about whatever. I need to see you do that. And I'm not telling you I'm doing that, mm -hmm. but I can at least relate to you if you're doing that. When you all over the place and you're picking up a philosophy from here and then a new man shows up that's talking about these women over here, but you... Idiot's name Kevin Samuels. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's weirdo stuff. Mm -hmm. Even with Kaepernick. Mm -hmm. I never rock with him because he never said... I'm doing this according to my religion or whatever. So I said, this is going to be a clusterfuck right here. Wait a minute, daddy-o. It's true because nobody knew what to follow. You understand <laughs> what I'm trying to say? That's why he is not part of our, he's not part of our makeup. He's not Dr. King. They, I, I'm telling you, they not. And I know guys that's out there doing, I know street preachers that's that, doing the work right now. I know, I know Muslim help. Look, look, listen, listen. Kaepernick's not loon. You heard me? You see what loon is out there doing right now? What's he doing? He is helping people. He's feeding people. He got exercise regimes going. But do the, we knock what he's done? I knock. The I mean, fact that we had nothing to, we all black people are not the same, right? It's 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 not it's not it's not advantageous for us to even be the same. And let me let me just give you a contrast, hell of a contrast. James Baldwin, Malcolm X, two totally different people, two totally different beliefs. One's a homosexual, one's, but when it came down to it. They kind of understood the spectrum of that. You know what I mean? With with guys like sports players, we don't know who the hell you are anyway. But they, but even though two different people, two different situations, mm -hmm. we, we can't ignore the message. We can't ignore the depth. Yeah, but that it, message is old. Does it matter? It, it really does. It means you're supposed to pick it up when Elijah gave it to you in 1930. You're supposed to be somewhere else now. It's too late for that. I can't. I, I don't mean. I, it's too late for that. You got a social security number. It's too late for that. You, you, you can't. I just get feel out, like Cap you just. Can, we can't get out of this unless we're going to really get out of it. I hear you. You understand what I'm trying to say? Right. If we're going to get out of it, let's get. Listen to me. I know for a fact that there are white people. Not to make it a black and white thing, but let me see. There's white people that's going on their fifth generation of children with no social security. Right. They don't bow to no, they don't do no national anthem. They don't do no, right, but right, they right. out. Right. And if you're going to be out, my uncle Oba went out. He left. He's in Ghana. He's gone. Mm -hmm. I feel you. But if you in it, 
you got to play spook who sat by the door. You have to. <laughs> it's, no, it's no way you can't. Because they too clever. And if, if, if we get into an us and they thing. I understand. They're too clever that your public stuff is only going to be a distraction for somebody else to get hung. So during Kaepernick, what do we see? All right. A bunch of hangings. I, no, don't distract me. Don't distract me. We the ones that roll up on police with cinder blocks. You got to fix this. In that neighborhood, we ain't got to march this country. You going to fix this at the 77th precinct or you're not going to be able to come to work. Right. What are the Bloods and Crips for? Somebody tell me, man. I'm I, I All right. Let's go. If we going, I'm ready to go all the way. I'm a, I'll leave. I, I won't wear these clothes no more. But true, Killer Mike proved it on this little Netflix show that you can't find black forms. Mm. So what are we doing here? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, sound like another show, but yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Y'all, um, of course, ultimately had took a hiatus. Right. Uh, and although y'all branched out, you still managed to stay afloat. And I mean individually right um dbc producing right uh bobby simmons uh did flavor videos delight is a public speaker i hear mm-hmm. uh wise did some commercials principal mm-hmm. did de la soul and even did grave diggers Whatever. with what didn't he do right exactly and your resume ain't too shabby you <laughs> didn't do too bad for yourself um you worked with or produced uh, for Freestyle Fellowship, uh, Mary J. Blige, Positive K, Queen Latifah, the B-52s, uh, Jeffrey Osborne, Shantae Moore, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Little Kim, and Biggie. Um, it's a qu- Oh, can't even forget this. Very, very important to me. You were a part of one of the biggest collaborative efforts in hip-hop. And that is the self-destruction yes. song, which is, in my opinion, still very relevant today. Yes. Um, 32 years ago. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? 32 years ago. I start losing time. Um, also, I've learned, and I really need you to clear this up. You are also known for producing a very, very big Brooklyn anthem. Right. Uh, top billing. Yep. By the audio, too. Shout out to Giz, by the way, which I interviewed maybe four or five years ago. But why, please clear this up, because why for many years people was telling me Milk produced this, and so, then so, I look at the credits and I see you. So this is what happened with Top Billing. Um, not sure if Top Billing or Ghost Stetson is my greatest mistake. You know, tomato, tomato. Okay. Let me decide. Top billing, <laughs> top billing came about because uh, the audio two had an independent song out called "I Like Cherries." Oh, I like cherries because cherries. The light better. was staying with me at one time, and he used to come home singing that all the time because Red Alert had a Tuesday night at the Latin Quarter. Okay, he didn't play it on the weekends, but he would play it on them Tuesday nights. Okay, and I used to say, "What is this?" And he used to say. It's I said, is it rap? It's kind of rap, but it's not rap. And singy rap. So finally, I went with him out one night, and I heard it. Okay. And I loved it. I, I said, this is brilliant. He said, CD, I told you, I told you. So <laughs> so we had a release party for the On Fire album for Stetson Sonic at the Michael Todd room in the Palladium. Mm-hmm. And I saw the audio, too. And okay. I grabbed Milk. Okay. And I said, hey, if you ever want somebody to produce you, 
I produce you. Okay. Random that. Daddy, I want to produce you. Daddy. You know what I'm saying? So that's what happened. So I'm in the studio with them. They had a studio out in Staten Island. I'm in the studio with them making a record called Make It Funky, which has the same proponents of I Like Cherry. Okay. Milk, um, um, you know, Giz doing a little talk and then milk and then the hook and, you know, just, you know, a little right, more right, advanced because right. their, their stuff was a little minimal. And um, I'm working on Make It Funky. Me, me, Nat Robinson, and Giz go upstairs for something. I don't know what it is. But we go upstairs for something. And then when we go upstairs, Giz comes, I mean, milk runs upstairs like there's a fire downstairs. Okay. And we like, what the hell is wrong with you? You got to hear this. You got to hear this. You got to hear this. And he we go downstairs. He hits play. And he does top billing the way you know it to okay. right now. He okay. does the whole thing in front of us. And then we just sit there and we're looking. And he thinks we're looking at him because we think it's whack. Okay. But we're like, this is incredible. Okay. You know, what happened? And he said, I was trying to, they had an SB12. I was trying to um, put the impeach the president because that was the favorite thing for everybody to do everybody loop. loves this so mm. once we started with samplers um we doing that so so we 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 he said i'm trying to get impeach the president inside the sp12 okay and he hit play which was my drum pattern okay and that's what you hear on top billing oh now to producing wise I'm a producer like Quincy Jones is a producer. I don't always make the tracks. Somebody else might compose the thing or whatever. I'm still gonna come in. I'm Hank Shockley. I'm Puffy. I'm I'm before that. Not I'm Puffy. (laughs) No, but Puff does the same thing. I work with Puff, and I've seen Puff take when we were doing Mary J. Blige, the Real Love remix, the one I did with the the uh, Clean Up Woman. Okay. There's a piece in there that Puff did. That works like crazy because I try a bunch of stuff because Prince Paul's my teacher. Okay. So I I try a bunch of stuff. So that real love has a loop in there of so what you're saying. Mm. Doom, 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 doom. So you'll hear go real love. Doom, 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 doom. Right, right. That's Puffy okay. live doing this. Okay. I was leaving it out. Right. Like it's certain little mm, things that he do mm, that is mm-hmm. just like. You know right. what I mean? But they're important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a little more hands-on probably. Okay. But that was the whole issue. I'm I'm the guy that took the record. They said, hey, let's go mix it. I said, no, we're leaving it on a four. Top Bell's on a four-track. Mm. I mastered it off a four-track. Oh. Okay. So, so, you know what I mean? It's like I was the one to make sure that everything. And on top of that, I told him, you know, Milk's looking at me saying, should I make it longer? I said, no. I said, because back then, you know, Redler was the hottest DJ. And I said, no, what you're going to do is we're going to do Make It Funky. We're going to make a video to Make It Funky. Okay. It's going to be the A side. We're going to put Top Billing on the B side and let Red and them think they discovered it. Right. Oh, and oh, it worked oh, like oh, a charm. Oh, okay. It said, should we make it longer? I said, hell no. We got a record this, the, the length of a PSA. Watch how many plays we get per mm. So all that was strategic. Okay. That's genius. Thank That's you. genius. Um. You worked as a music exec, MCA and Motown. You were responsible for who there? Um, so when I was at MCA, we did, uh, what did we do? We did the Share My World album with Mary. We did, there's something else I did that we did that I love. Oh, I think we made, I think my team made the best new edition album ever. Really? Oh. With Bobby, so six of them. Oh, okay. I signed a group that was 
really, if you have them tell it, they started Wu Tang off called GP Wu. Great album. I signed that. I did okay. that. I signed a girl. Two things I did that never really blew that really end up like being sounds for now. That we was know. That. No, those two things, the GP Wu thing, and then I signed this girl named Passion. Okay. And I had, she's from East Oakland. I had everybody from East Oakland on that record. Wow. 40, Be Legit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Forte, mm-hmm. Short, Richie, all of them. Okay. You worked um, as a creative director for An One Basketball, I'm sorry, yeah, Basketball yeah. Company. Um, you even formed your own label, mm-hmm. Old Dad Truth Records, where you released... Everybody but KRS or Chris. Yeah, Am I saying it right? Yeah, yeah, everybody but KRS. Okay. So everybody but KRS what? It's 2016. I decided to pick my mic back up again. Okay. Not that I ever stopped rhyming, but I decided to pick my mic back up again. Nobody can fuck with I you? I look around. I'm saying, who in my peers could really touch me? <laughs> I said, I could beat them all. Right. But Chris. No? Can't beat Chris. He's unbeatable. You think so? Well, let me ask you this. There's a versus coming up. It's going to be hard for Kane. Because, <laughs> it's going to be hard for Kane because Kane's got the performances. Listen. But Chris is going to freestyle off the top. This is what me and Ace was talking about this morning. Okay. He's going to go off the top of his head, and he's going he's gonna to shut everything down. daddy you got to root for the home team. I mean, I'm not rooting for anybody because Kane's my guy. Okay. And one of the best things I heard in the last 20 years... Was Kaz on Drink Champs and Nori and him is throwing out names. Right. And he says Kane or Rakim. Mm. And Kaz says Kane. You got a problem with that? No. Oh. That, <laughs> mean, that means that that's right. If Kaz, Kaz said it, said it if Kaz right. said it, it is true. It's right. <laughs> you hear that, JF? <laughs> <laughs> So if Cass said it, then it's King. So performance-wise, <laughs> it's gonna be tough for Chris because he likes to just be a guy with big clothes that just jumps around. But but in all fairness, Kane got some freestyle left in him too now. Gotta, but but Chris does the off, off the top. The top. Of the okay, head all, right. all right, type of stuff. But um, it could end up being. Don't forget, it ain't where you're from now. It could end up being the the the, the same thing that happened with 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 with, with Jada now. What? That even though I know they both gonna really rap, okay. But Kane is always gonna be sharper. Mm. Like it's hard. Like Kane became so in the beginning in that area, running them was real big. So runs kind of big, Houdini's kind of big, BC's kind of big. But then it's that second tier. Mm. All the rest of them. The only sec, the only second tier people that was at the top on the show level, right? Was Stetson Sonic and Dougie Fresh. Okay. Kane came in right. and made himself a part. I know that's right. He just started <laughs> doing it. And it was like, holy shit. And then every night, he would figure out some other dope shit to do. Right. So you that's ain't. That's the hard part for Chris. Right. Is that. Right. He's a showman. Yeah. Yeah. I changed clothes four times and you can't do nothing. That's right. You can't do nothing. That's right. So. That's right. Hopefully they do it. I mean. The only thing I'm asking is please give them what you gave everybody else. Don't put them in some little junky room now. Right, right, right. No, they do it at Barclay. I hope so. I hope so because everybody else gets their props, you You know what I mean, and get their sound. We ain't going to have it no other way. Yeah. All right. 
um, you went on, you did seven solo albums. Right. You also did voiceover work. A lot of people don't know. You mm-hmm. did Dark and Lovely. Yeah. You did Alka Seltzer. Yep. You even did a Polio Cheese. That's, that's me. That's me. You know, that's you the parrot? That, yeah, that was an interesting time. <laughs> it was an interesting time because I was like, yo, I'm the only street dude that could get away with this. Like, nobody ain't. Okay. Because when it happened, I was like, yo, they're going to kill me. Nah, was you like, was getting your bag. Oh, of course I was. Shit. But I was like, they're going to kill me. They're going to go after me like crazy. And then when they didn't give me no flack, nah, they I'm would like, never. How did I not get flack for being the polio bird? Nah, like, that's nah, we crazy. was respecting it. That's crazy. So, Everybody came back together, and right. y'all recently put out "Now Y'all Giving It Up," mm-hmm. which I like. Thank you. I like a lot, actually. Thank you. Um, y'all make sure that y'all check out that support the legend. Look, I don't gotta tell y'all. Y'all already know. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Um, your personal health, eating right, yeah, working so, out. So, so a couple of probably last year there was. This is what happened. I wasn't actually going to say nothing. Oh, I right. sent Bobby. I got. I, I, I went into the hospital. I'll tell you the whole story. But I went into the hospital. Okay. Bobby, I sent him a picture. But I'm sending him a picture on some, I'm in here, but I'm okay. Okay. He posts the picture. And it's Bobby. He on the radio every day. Bobby, why you do that? So now everybody's going crazy. They calling me or whatever. But this is what happened. My family does have, for whatever, because it could be everybody just eating wrong. But mm-hmm. my my, fam- my family does have a, a history of diabetes. Um, the whole time that I was going back and forth to the doctor, I was telling the doctor I don't want no meds. I can control it with diet and exercise. Every time I go, he say, "Hey, you on a pre level, but you are controlling it. You're doing okay. it." But I got a tech company. I travel for work, and it was these two trips that I had did. Mm-hmm. I just didn't eat right. Okay. So I was feeling bad and everything. I went home and they checked me. When they checked my blood sugar, it was 560. What's it supposed to be? Normal blood sugar is 81. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so they said, me. they said, Mr. Bolton, you can't leave. You right. are this close to a diabetic coma. We got to put you in the hospital. Okay. So they put me in the hospital for three days and they just scared the shit out of me. Mm. But I know how to eat, right? You like, live different I, after? I, yeah, but I was living different even before. It was them that six trip. weeks that okay. really, and I. And th- th- that's the one thing I try to tell people, like, a lot of times people get on that, oh, this little bit won't hurt me. Oh, they're gonna. You got to be careful You're depending right. on what you made of. You're right. Some people, mm-hmm. it's a lady, I'm going to plug this lady. There's a lady in Atlanta called the Vitamin Lady. Okay. She's the truth. A little black lady, she got a small shop. It's smaller than this, um, th- th- this basement. The lines be around the corner. She has perfected that technique of eat right for your blood type. Okay. And she really can clear up like mm. most stuff, mm. you know, but it's all about your blood type and that, cause everybody's not made different. Like right. everybody's not made to be a vegan. I understand. People say that, but right, it's right, really right. not true. Right. You know what I mean? So you just got to figure, you know, what's good for you, that, that type of stuff out. So yeah, I, it scared me to death. I was, I you was, need, we got, you got to take care of I yourself. I was very scared. Like, we need I'm you. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I was scared. Daddy, you gotta take care of yourself. You. I appreciate that. I will. Eat, um, smoke, drink? Um, I don't drink probably much anymore because. I'm watching you, Daddy. The, um, the, the, you know, it, it spikes your blood sugar. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, if I'm out with the fellas every few months or whatever, I like the cigar bar joints, even though now I can't even do the cigar bar as much as I want. Okay. 
Um, have a cup of tea. <laughs> I like coffee. I like coffee too much. I do too. We have that in common. Yeah, I like, okay. I like coffee too much, but never cigarettes. Oh, okay. Um, what you do in your spare time? TV, read, what? So, you TV watcher? So, so here's the thing with TV, right? All right. <laughs> I've watched more television in the last three years than I ever watched in my entire life. There's shows like Saved by the Bell and all that that my wife and them know. I know none of those shows. Okay. I don't know. Oh, so none. you catching up? Yo, I don't know. I don't watch them now. Oh, oh. I'm just saying, like, I was not into TV because hip hop took over right, for real. Right. Okay, understandably. You know what I'm so now. I'm a little older, a setback. I do have some spare time. Okay. I still read a lot. Okay. Still got a big library, still big fan of the physical book. Okay. Although I still read on my tablet too, but still a fan of the physical book. Okay. But I do watch old man cop shows. So I mean, <laughs> Not so, old man. <laughs> so so, so all, all three FBI's are in my queue. Okay. FBI, FBI Most Wanted, and now FBI International. Matlock. No, that's uh, old stuff. But I got all the Columbos on, um, oh. on, on, on my laptop. Okay, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen Bosch yet. It's good. I will. So, um, and then I do a lot of them British ones too. Oh. Them British, um, the British uh, series. Okay. Like nothing's good as Luther, but there's some good stuff out there. So This is random. Your top five. Top five what? MCs. TV? Oh, MCs? <laughs> so I can't not it's just hard for me to not don't put say, yourself on the list no I'm, I'm never on the list okay I'm not a, I'm not ace I'm daddy oh I know but you can rhyme though no but he do that <laughs> lyrical stuff I, I just like I learn I'm learning how to do it though <laughs> on my last album I said Conrad Murray a case because I kill Mike Uh-oh. I never could write like that <laughs> so I'm learning um I always got Mel's got to always be up top. Okay, we got Mel. Go. So it's gonna be the first three is always gonna be Mel, Kaz, um, Kaz and Mo. Okay. Um, and then my last two. Let me switch it up today. Let me think. please do. Come on, yo. It's hard though. All right. I got though mystical in there. It, it, this guy with mystical. <laughs> he loves mystical. And then um, mystical as your top five MCs. Nice. Man. Okay, go ahead. Who else? This should not be hard for you. Chris. I knew it. Yeah, I would take Chris over Kane and Rakim. Me, I would. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, he deserves to be there. Yeah, it's just it's some things he be saying. like. Yeah, he's deep. Yeah, he's deep. Yeah, he is. All right. So I don't never want to be that deep, by the way. <laughs> that's another level of deep. That's why, that's why we make records like Sally. Listen, I mean, in my opinion, KRS-One is a prophet. <laughs> for real. He is, he is. Um, before we roll out. Mm-hmm. I want to play a little game with you. Okay. Uh, it's a quick game. I'm going to ask you three multiple choice questions. Okay. The answers will be some song titles that I gathered. Okay. <laughs> from uh, your solo stuff or from Stethosonic. Okay. And uh, I just want you to choose between either, I mean, A, B, or C. So your best suitable answer. Okay. Number one, hip hop today compared to hip hop our hip-hop, 80s, 90s, okay? Would you say it's A, they're on fire, B, self-destruction, or C, they're talking all that jazz? B. 
Self-destruction. Yes, yeah, it's, it's messed up because how does how does Juice World go on a plane? He got all these little niggas around him. Cops come in and he take pills. Mm. And he dead. Mm. What were they there for? Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I, I feel got, you. Yeah. I feel you. And I've heard some other stories that I just, I, I won't. But it's, it's, right. Yeah. Number two. All that you and Stet contributed to our culture. Do you feel, A, blood, sweat, and no tears? B, we should just say Stet? Or C, now y'all giving it up? C. C, now y'all yeah, giving it up. Yeah, just because I think there's room. Like, mm. I think there's stuff that we're doing. You know what I mean? Like, there's new stuff that's coming, and I like the way it's feeling. Okay, me too. Yeah. Me too. And number three, after 40 years... Mm-hmm. Of your accomplishments, your impact, your ability to still put out substance. That's not easy. Right. One would say, A, love. Mm-hmm. B, go Stetsa. Mm-hmm. Or C, you can be daddy, but never daddy Oh, C. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think I knew you say that? <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something, daddy I don't care where you go. Mm-hmm. I don't care what interviews you do. They're not going to love you and appreciate you like Lachey Show. I'm serious. I appreciate it. All that. I want to say is thank you, seriously. You're welcome. You're welcome. You, uh, yo, you don't even know, man. I mean. <sighs> oh, it's good. It's good to talk about regular stuff. Yo. Because a lot of times. You're important. That's all I want to tell you. They talk about a lot of surface stuff, and mm. I mean, I gotta answer it, so I don't say no. To of anybody, course, you know I mean, saying? instead, but, it's so important. Of course, yeah. it is. But a lot of times, we don't get to know about the person. Yeah, it's true. That that's what I'm, and that's what I was saying to you earlier about your format. Is that you know we should take advantage of these things because we can do them. Mm. You know, I remember a time. I tell this to people all the time, especially young artists. I say, listen. When I was making records in the back in the day, when Tommy Boy was on First Avenue, the only my only interaction with a fan was a bag up there called fan mail. Mm. And 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 I'll be brutally honest, Monica Lynch went out and made us all rubber stamps of our signatures. Mm-hmm. We literally used to take the mail out the bag, stamp it, and send it back. Somebody could have been saying. My house is on fire. My baby dying. Right. And we would have never read it. Mm. Now you fast forward to 2021, 20, 22. Right. You could DM your fans. You That's can do right. all of that. You That's could do right. all of that. More and accessible. We, and we could shoot. Mm-hmm. We could go live. We could do it. We should take advantage That's of those right. things. We should. I'm not talking about nobody mm-hmm. else. Let Cardi and them do what they do, whatever. We should take advantage of it. That's why I say, I think my personal opinion is that Grandmaster Cass drink champs was the best one done mm-hmm. because you don't get the richness. We got history. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you don't get the richness. You once every once in a while you might hear somebody else besides Daddy O and Chuck talk. Right. And and that's wrong mm-hmm. because there's so much other rich history right. out there for hip hop. Mm-hmm. But we need people like you to be able to do it in a regular way. Right. Other than like that 
kind of, you know, the yeah, way yeah, 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 the routine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, they they calling them podcasts, but now they they, they should be called boxcasts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they just right. they just put right. it in a box. You right. You know, this is the way we do it, and da da da. You know, it's it's right. It's, so that sick of that. Yeah. So yeah. So it's 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 a pleasure for me because, um, mostly because my audience. tend to be a little more intelligent because they're older. Right. That's right. So they have time to mm, appreciate this That's right. Thing, you That's know what right. I mean? So. And for all of that, I thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Before we go, you mind, uh, uh, you know, giving us a little... Tell little, you I got to rhyme. I got to read. Come on, I ain't need to know that. I'm going to read. <laughs> I'm just going to read. I, I can't, I can't. I'll tell you this and then I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'll rhyme. Okay. Let me see. I'm going to do, I'll do about this many. So anyway, I've been saying to myself, huh? Give him a no. beat. Um, oh yeah. They yeah. got a beat. That'll let's be go. Good. Let's go. Yeah, let's come. We come prepared, daddy. Oh, okay. that'd be good. Make it a little easier. Uh-oh. Ah, hey. ah, let me take hey. my glasses off. Oh my this. shit! Take what? my glasses off. What? <laughs> hey, listen. Mm. I'm drinking Trader Joe's wine even then when I'm around rich folk. East New York growing up called gun smoke. LOL, but ain't no laughing out loud. Guns legal and offensive and offensive and playing loud. It's your attitude. Didn't your mama tell you it's your attitude and you could get slapped for being rude? <laughs> Mind your manners. Act like you're around your nana. Round here, these clips is bananas. Eating steak and eggs, even when I'm round veggie vegans. I live in Texas now, I ain't leaving. Big plans in the Lone Star State. People carrying guns, I can relate. I took a line from Creflo, thought it was hard. My mind is renewed by the word of God. And while I'm at it, no weapon formed against me will prosper. Doof, doof, dumping on imposters. Mm-mm, okay. <laughs> I messed the top up a little bit, but you know. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. No problem, no problem. You are welcome back anytime. Hey, just let me know. <laughs> Make sure y'all go and cop that and support the Stetsasonic.com, everything is up there. My band camp got all my music. All right. If you could stomach it, because I, I go hard sometimes. That's okay. Uh, got social media plug, plug, Pro- plug. Professor Daddy-O everywhere. Like, if you want to find me, just... If you're in YouTube, put Professor Daddy If you're in Google, just anywhere. Any upcoming shows? Um, we working, we practicing, so okay. we can't. I can't. You see the prof- so, see what the professionals yo, do? It's just that they when rehearse. We this, when we did that show, like the show that Ace was with us on the 28th, uh-huh. there's a two. There was two songs we did, and then I in the middle of those songs, I came up with something that was so crazy. I'm like, oh, so we we gotta practice. Okay, we looking forward to it. We gotta practice. Looking forward to it. So next week we be back. Me and JF. Thanks, everybody. Lachey Show. Lachey Show.